going on, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon Is My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bacon Is My Podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon Is My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and of course, Cooking With Bacon Is My Passion. And oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's band's previous, current, whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about. It's coming in. Very filming. <laughs> bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon, bacon is my Welcome, everybody. Hi. Here we go. Hi. This is the episode we've all been waiting for. I don't think even the three of us have been waiting for this. Uh, let me tell you something. I'm sorry. excited. We, we've wanted to book this for a while. Ugh, why? And I think I think you're, pro- you're probably harder to book than a lot of the celebrities we've had. On. Look, mm-hmm. I don't wrestle. Right. I but don't, you could. I don't front the chick band. And but you could. But you could. I could. I could now. COVID's been really awful to me, man. <laughs> I mean, depending. I mean, if you're into this, then it's yeah. been great fun. There you go. I don't really know. Silver, but silver linings, man. We're really, linings. really excited to finally, lines. finally have our good buddy, DJ Perlman, Woo! nine, Woo-hoo! and the host of the Hard Rock Lunch. I can't Pops. even believe that. It sounds like there should be five people sitting here with all that stuff. No wonder I'm so tired. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> have a good night. What's your bacon? I am so excited to be <laughs> living in up the to expectations. <laughs> I have been watching this studio for months, and I am just so excited to be here. Like, I cannot believe I can read it on your face. This is You're where the magic happens. This is the where 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 bacon is discussed and and, and things are tasted and yeah yeah and, and the band isn't the <laughs> proverbial magic happens. You here. want to taste something? Yeah, no, no, I don't. No, thank you. <laughs> We've got lots of stuff in there. We yeah, got, we got a bag of stuff to taste. Yeah, no, you guys are you take like the whatever the the hot. What the hell was it? The gummy bear. Gummy bear. The gummy bears. The hot gummy bears. Yeah, that was terrible. Like I couldn't even I couldn't even wrap my head around why you were doing. Like I even asked you, I'm like, why did you do that? And you were like, to entertain people, you dick. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but like, it was I mean, it was only heat. nine million school. It's right, also but more like, to entertain each other, I think. Well, yeah, that that yeah, actually that uh, was that was closer to like my understanding. Yeah, because yeah. like, you because I like that is not my wheelhouse. That right. is not my wheelhouse annex. That is not my wheelhouse annex garage. Like right, I don't right. I don't like super hot stuff. I am not a thrill seeker. Like I know that in in psychology, like we studied this, like the the, the there's a huge correlation to like people are, like like really hot sauces and like roller coasters. And that that makes so much wow. sense I love because yeah. I hate those things. I hate both of those <laughs> things. Like I literally, like I bought, I, I got my kid once like a level four wing at Wings Over and like 
he was tearing up eating it. Like he was trying. Like he didn't yeah, want to yeah. let me down. And I'm just like, dude, my bar is here. You know, like I just, you know, <laughs> that's fine. Like, but you asked for him, but he's like, I just can't eat it anymore. That's fine. And I was in there eating him the next day, and I'm just taking a paper towel and wiping them off and then just eating the wings. And what, even what's that the highest level? Well, it's funny because Wings Over, I, I eat Wings Over a lot. Uh, not it, a sponsor. It's not, not a sponsor. sponsor. Not yet. Uh, but they they have they have a lot of good flavors, and it's one of the few things that my entire family eats. Mm-hmm. And I have a family of five. And you find right. something that five people will eat. Like, right. It's just like, oh, my God. That's it. So, like, like, sometimes we rehearse on Sundays, and whenever I rehearse on Sundays, my daughter's like, so, um... I'm passing home. through Farmingdale <laughs> by any chance where the oh, wings, I, I didn't even think of that. Wings would be great. Yes. So, um, wings are always great. But, but they did this thing, uh, where they had, so they had five, like they have a lot of flavors, but yeah. of their main hot sauces, they had, uh, I think it was like wimpy and then mild and then like it keeps going up. But now they've, re- they've, they've gone back to numbers like just levels and i'm like somebody complained about the wimpy there is no oh, way yeah. oh for sure absolutely in yeah, this yeah. in this day and age if somebody's like oh no wimpy then why are you eating level one my friend like even i can handle yeah. level one like but um yeah so there's that correlation between like like and, and it's all th- like thrill seekers and stuff like that and it's just so a perfect analogy for my personality it's just like no thrill seeking like is there a net can i can I stand in the net and like not, not even fall into it? Can I just be in the net and like, oh, toast, white toast. That's awesome. Let me have some of that. You know, like I like a little, like I'm not, I'm not totally like stay indoors, wrap me in bubble wrap, but man, I do not, I do not like super hot stuff. So I think that that was my thing. I was like, to me, that sounds awful. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 it was awful. Yeah, don't, was, don't no, get me wrong. But you also bad. enjoyed it. Like that could have easily no. ruined my weekend. No, we didn't enjoy it. But, the act of doing it? Oh no, no! So you didn't enjoy any of it? I enjoyed the, him doing it. Oh yeah, see, that's just me. And he enjoyed, like that's, and I, I also don't have he that. Enjoyed me doing right. it. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have that. It wasn't that I enjoyed. I have this. I have this weird thing about me. <laughs> How one. many pillows are just yeah. one? Just one. Just one weird just thing. One about me. Oh cool. We, we boiled it down here, folks. Right. All right, here it comes. I don't know. What, what, I don't normal. know what this means. Do you have any sound effects <laughs> on this show? No, uh, I'm, we're, we're working on. What kind of shit? Do you imagine so what my show would be like without <laughs> sound effects besides better? I, what I wanted to do, I wanted to ask you for the bed, the music bed, so we can just play it underneath the, this. Just the whole yeah, episode. I'll give you the bed. Yeah, okay. Wow. So the Dune. one thing Dune. <laughs> Dune. is that it's not that I en- it's not that I enjoy uh the fact that he was in pain. Right. But the things people do when they're in pain. Like faces. The faces and, yeah. or the or or the fact that they're uh, tasting something that they really don't enjoy. Yeah. Something super sour. Um, just yeah, because sour is rough. Sour, sour will collapse your face. Those type <laughs> of things, like when someone's in that discomfort, right. I find that so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's really sadistic. I, mean, like, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no, but it is. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. It's so funny to me. It's so, I don't necessarily – I don't get any more of a joy out of being the one that caused it right. versus being – just witnessing, just, just witnessing seeing it. it. Yeah, yeah. So there's not that. They don't like because I recognize that that would have that would be a different thing. Right. And also, especially <laughs> if you jackass your way and be like, oh, you gummy bear and didn't even tell him. Right. 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 right as right, funny right. as that would be on TV when it's people I don't know. Like I could never do that to somebody. Right. Correct. I couldn't do something like yeah. that to somebody either. But if 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 there's consent, oh, I I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see if it's about consent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I just, that was just hard. And I remember skipping, like, 
I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not watching. Like, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Oh, I also really good though because he he was like doing calisthenics oh, yeah, and I stuff. He was jumping jumping jacks. Jacks. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a lot of empathy. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, I, I do can. too. I don't know why. I, I don't know how you can that say off. that you have empathy. I do until know. somebody's in pain. Right. I don't have empathy for and those then apathy things. kicks in real fast. For those things, I don't. I don't seem to have it for that. I just think it's hilarious. Just the joke. If, if I collapsed, if I collapsed, he probably. Yeah. Right. Then I would. Well, he would laugh first. I would spring to action. <laughs> Nine one one. He's like, wait. wait. Okay. My brother. Are you okay? <laughs> oh wait. Oh wait. The camera's on. Then oh my stop. god! Are you oh. dying? <laughs> we definitely need this for the Patreon. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, we do have a Patreon, which we is do. what we're talking about, which is where we ate this thing. So, yeah. for those of you that are patrons that are on here, thank you for keeping the show going. For those of you that are not patrons. Totally cool, too. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you want to check out the Patreon and see what we offer, what we do, think about it and think about supporting the show, please check us out over on Patreon. Bacon yeah. is my podcast. Can I yes. just point out it was a lot cheaper than I thought it was going to be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did not sign up yet. Um, I'm going to try. I can't commit to another monthly thing right now. <laughs> I mean, we, we, but I just, I'm just pointing out to your viewers if they haven't checked it out and they think it's like $20 a month or something. Yeah, no, it's those $20. options are available, but there are some lower lower uh more generic options that will give you the access and i thought that was a really smart move because yeah. that will bring more cool. people into the fold yeah and uh, that's cool i i do want to thank you though for for being guest here because yes. I love we didn't have to do any research no thanks so thank you for being our guest and being our friend for so long although i did some i i can't even imagine what research would turn up so is this on the drive so you, uh, I cannot believe how professional you guys are. So you wrote a song for an independent film called Trial by Self. I did. And you scored the entire film. I did score. Uh, I often forget that, actually. By a person named Brandon Allen Powell. Yep. Uh, Very good. And I listened to an interview that you did about that. Really? Where <laughs> you had spoke about the fact that you went into writing the score and writing the song for the movie, and he didn't tell you what the movie was yeah. about. He gave you little... Yep. tidbits of information hella frustrating here and there yep. about the writing process so as someone that kind of knows you as a person that is very calculated and likes to think your way through things and likes to work your way through things how was that for you then it sucked and, <laughs> and but then afterwards with the little bits of information that he gave you how close do you feel like how well did the songs work for the film how how well did you get yeah it, it it came out really good and i was able to see the film i mean he was he was a teenager or maybe like 20 like he was really young and but he had like all these good ideas and he had like like his his drive or ambition on this project was like infectious like i i got a phone and i was like fuck yeah man we're gonna make a movie <laughs> like you know like i had i am i had an imdb credit and like uh, i had still a, have all, one it's oh fine. i do i yeah. do still have one i found it um <laughs> right like <laughs> i literally i literally up. scored a movie that went to like movie festivals and stuff yeah. like that and i will tell you the, the process was really like the whole thing was messed up because i had um he can't okay so so we we have this song called fall into you it's on spartacle mm -hmm. uh, it's a g davies song it's on spartacle it's just acoustic and it's just, it's just me and an acoustic guitar. And I had I had been approached by a I don't even know what you would call it, but the, this maybe it was like an indie radio station. I mean, this is like 10, 12, 15 years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. 
so pre the internet radio boom but they were they were putting together a, a cd like an actual hard cd of independent acts from across the country and they were looking for acoustic songs and she had gotten my name from somebody uh she'd gotten the name g davy because that was the band at the time so uh this woman javelin something um she messaged me she's like oh somebody gave me a name said you were like super talented do you have an acoustic song you know i'd love to hear it so i, I emailed her a song and it was fall into you which is like just it might even be like just under two minutes and she was like oh that's awesome i'd love to hear the rest of it and i was like hey man that's all of it and she's <laughs> like holy shit this is really good right. so she actually and i didn't hear anything but it was ended up being on the cd and they they went to like trade shows and music shows and they were giving the cd away it was like the first major distribution deal i had mm -hmm. without even knowing it so this kid brandon had been at one of these conventions and got the cd and listened to it he's like I love that song. So he contacted me directly and he was like, Hey, I'm writing a movie. Um, is there, you know, do you have any songs like I could use for the movie? And I was like, yeah, man, all any, any song you want, any movie, like whatever you want to do. And then I did the dumbest thing I've ever done at that point. I've done dumber things since I said, <laughs> um, and if you don't like anything, I'll just write you something for the movie. And immediately got Here back yeah i'd love that right. like oh you didn't even listen oh yeah i see it now right <laughs> <laughs> so uh i was like man <laughs> it's so close to getting this catalog out of here but no <laughs> so uh, he told me a little bit about the movie um and it was definitely a horror flick he was super inspired by texas chainsaw Ma uh, massacre so it was like kind of like that and it was like horror flick and but he was like this is the name of the movie and this is kind of like what the characters like kind of dealing with like separation mm -hmm. and anxiety and all of this stuff i'm like separation and anxiety oh boy have you come to the right place <laughs> like if you want building supplies i'm your home goddamn depot <laughs> so i wrote what will become trial by self in like an hour just okay. based on like i had a direction to go i had something to say and i was much more prolific in the g davy days mainly because i didn't put a lot of a lot more effort into songwriting so there's a lot of crappy g davy songs and there's a, there's a few good ones that could kind of just came out trial by self to me was always a good one but i wrote the acoustic version for it first and uh i think i think it closes the movie i know the electric version that was actually on she sells smiles is on the radio during the movie okay um but then i had done all that and then like months later he was like have you ever written a score and i was like no but i would love to try it and it was just around the time I had bought like my first Elisa's like really real keyboard. Yeah. And I was like really working with MIDI. I probably had just gotten my first Pro Tools rig. And I was like really working with all this stuff. He's like, cool, that'd be awesome. Like, I'll send you some notes. Um, like, can I see the movie? He's like, no. He's like, I'd rather you not see it. I'd rather you just write based on what, you know, the, the emotions for the song. So he would give me like notes, like, this is really intense. Uh, something something's happened and sometimes he would reference other movies like texas chainsaw massacre like this is the scene when they're escaping so like all right panic upbeat blah, blah, blah. and i would just like try and meet i would i was writing literally for moods like 20 different moods and uh i like i just it was like throwing spaghetti up until a wall uh, up on a wall until until something stuck and it really it was it was fucking fun like as as a creative process like i was doing this new instrument with this newish technology yep. and i didn't have any direction <clears throat> and i didn't have to really write a song where mm -hmm. i had to write a feeling capture a movie. yeah yeah and, and and 
augment that mood. And some of the some of the stuff I put together was like really good. I mean, I don't know that would be good like by today's standards, and certainly not by like what I know how to do now. But like, I remember when I was done, like I had a couple of those fuckers. It was like that's really good. Like yeah. that's really good. And, and did twice. you have a handle at the time while you were writing, like to go, okay, I'm scoring the movie, so here's a certain melody that I came up with. I need to bring yeah. that melody back throughout and all that. So you had that. I, I did that a couple of times where I would do, I don't know what what that's called, but I've seen right. it in movies since, and I must have seen it before because I certainly wasn't well, familiar so with it. It's definitely a theater thing, yeah. a movie thing, storytelling element. It's like the reprise. It's, it's a reprise, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I would do that like, and, and do it like, because, I mean, like, I was a huge fan of, like, Pink Floyd's The Wall. And right. the, the recurring elements right. of that, like, okay, it's the same same sound, but now it's, like, really loud and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then sometimes, it, you know, we would have, like, running, like, with bass. like do, 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 do. It would have, like, the other melody, like, behind it. Right. But I was playing with all these sounds. Like, and this was, like, before you could just go download a sound. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to do whatever I had on this Alesis and my... Uh, my friend Eddie, who became my producer, was like, you know, I can lend you some keyboard banks. I'm like, I can't even figure out this right now. Right, so, right. like, I remember like getting one. I, I had to. I, I wanted it to sound like it was on like a spooky dock, so I like had to find something that sounded like a faraway bell, and I got it close, but I had to reverb the f out of it like, to, to get it. So I was like. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing, but like that probably took hours. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> to figure that out. Yeah, because you have to manipulate. Right, the where I could be like Siri, get me a dock bell. Okay, right. here you go, Siri. Like, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like it was, it was so frustrating because I didn't know what he wanted, and I still have somewhere like the the pages he mailed me mm-hmm. of like scene scenes. Okay, like this is what's happening in this scene. But again, like I didn't see any of it put together until he sent me the, the DVD of the movie, and I watched it, and I was like. Not only is it good anyway, mm-hmm. but it was his first movie. Everybody on it was like not professional. The, the 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 main chick in the movie, I think, is acting was acting for a little while, but like then like kind of gave up. But like like it was like her first thing. Like it was a feature length film, and mm-hmm. like he did it and edited it. But yeah, I honestly I forgot <laughs> I had scored that. <laughs> but it's <clears throat> it's a cool thing to have done. And I would absolutely do it again, but I I I have friends that score stuff like for real, and it's such a different thing. Like when you're looking at what you're doing, right. like you're you're looking at the scene, like oh yeah, because you can get everything perfect, and you get yeah, cues, yeah, time yeah. and I I didn't have any right, of that. Right. And again, I had no experience. That might have helped me because I didn't have any experience. I didn't know the right way to do it. Right. But uh, that was that was a lot of fun. If anybody ever gets an opportunity to score anything. It, it is such a learning uh, thing for any artist and any musician and any songwriters to, to try and do that, especially as a songwriter, because you're not writing a song. You're right. you're conveying mood with music. Is it something you would you would do again? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Any almost any project, almost any time. I mean, I guess if it's really stupid, I wouldn't do it because I, I I don't know that I'd be interested in doing it. But right. like, and I don't even know like how like if they were like, can you do it like '80s pop synth? Like, I'm not sure. I mean, I can try right, it. Right. Um, but I can probably. Do <laughs> I'm not gonna. Lie. Well, with that, I mean that—that's your storyteller, right? Right, and there's storytelling telling elements in that. Yes. So, and you're creating right, right. all of that, creating and aiding that it, like, yeah. like I mean, we've all seen like movies like that are super scary. Like I know that I know when I whenever I watch 
<laughs> whenever I watch stuff with Charlotte, like you just hear the music turn, be like, here it comes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Everybody knows it's like all of a sudden that oboe comes right, in. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, hold on. Or you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, it's not the acoustic guitar. See the lower low. high. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh oh. <laughs> the shrillings. Never good. Never good. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And I wasn't even doing like the sound. Like I wasn't like, you know, hitting watermelons and stuff or like people getting killed and stuff like that. Like I was just creating the, the, the sound. But like that looks fun too. Like doing special effects. Oh, yeah. Special sound effects, effects like that. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I forgot all about that. <laughs> wow. So I, here we were. We were like, yeah, we don't. He even said it to me. He's like, we don't even have to do research. And this asshole went and get, did research. So, yeah. I couldn't help it. Yeah. I was like, I got to ask him that's, something he's not expecting. That's old research. I yeah. mean, that that's, yeah. <laughs> that's digging deep. That's kind of my gig. Yeah. No, that's this, cool. On this show. Yeah. I liked what you did to, uh, <laughs> I book him. He, he, uh, what's his face from, uh, yeah. from Silverstein when you're like, I had the picture of him like right. just basically naked with a, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on here, man? <laughs> like, that's, Give that's me some context, bro. That's a question nobody wants to answer. <laughs> Funny enough, we do have a picture. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah. I looked for something. Oh, <laughs> of course you did. I did yeah. look for something. I looked through. I looked through every picture of you I could find. I don't think there's many. There's nothing embarrassing. No, no, no. There, there are some. There are some absolutely horrible. There's, pictures there's there. nothing that I mean. Horrible, sure, pictures, horrible pictures are one thing. Are but, embarrassing. But, uh, embarrassing pic pictures. Horrible are pictures another. are just. Yeah, you I don't, know. Just, I don't know. That this angle sucks. Or... I, I tend not to get in like embarrassing situations because like I just, I just don't. Right. Well, and you um, said already that you're not really a thrill seeker. So yeah. You're very unlikely to be caught. Right. Doing something, doing something, something weird. Right. Usually my, my pictures you can find me doing lots of dumb things. Right, right, right. Because you'll 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 step into them. Now here we are. There's right. But there's right. lot there's lots of pictures of me that are like beyond unflattering. Like I know that off the turnpike used to love posting those of me. And sometimes I'd see them and I'd be like, that had to be edited. Like there's just no way I look like that. Because a lot of times it's like when I'm singing and looking down my guitar, I don't right. know if you can see this, but I can I can bring bring get this for your viewers. I can bring that out. <laughs> and it's kind of like that lizard thing. Right. And like sometimes they'll just, they would have caught some of those pictures. And then Andy would just do that thing where you put the picture and then blow it up a little more and then put the picture and then blow it up a little more. And it's like, it, I can't even untie myself no, fast enough. I have no, like some yeah. people, their chin goes right back to mm -hmm. their throat. Mine, Mine's at a slow, yeah, it's a subtle, yeah. slow decline. Yeah. That's why right? I have this. Because yeah. otherwise I'd have like a, like a gizzard kind yeah. of thing going on dude even even like <clears throat> when i did lose a bunch of weight i gained it all back but when i did lose a bunch of yeah. weight for that while i still had that i yeah. just still had it. it was just one of those things just what you do and uh yeah it's just yeah. it's just my face What's <laughs> just, that thing just, just my face and that a lot. we did um, yeah. we did, did on our instagram we did those we started doing those like dad jokes things where like i we, saw those. we did like where we're looking at each other trying to crack each other up and i'm looking at the side of my face and i'm like oh this is why I never do side profiles. We actually yeah, we we I had an original. Oh, I look like a bullfrog. It's oh, we had an original uh, uh, angle mm -hmm. from that. That wasn't even the first angle. Yeah. And we watched it back, and where Jimmy just looked up and he was just like, "Yeah, we we can't use that. We need right. to re yeah. reposition this camera because right. this is bad." Little did I know that uh, I was going to look the entire time like a bullfrog that was it's, warning him that he. Was this is why we have the table now. Yeah, no, it's smart. I'm appreciating the table and the microphone is like 
Yeah. Perfect for me. Yeah. Like this is why we did this. Yeah, yeah, the table, you. the table is because <laughs> well, of, we kind of sat back here and we're like sitting down like this. Like we're <laughs> slouched and we're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, what we're tasting today. Gonna eat some neighborhood. Let me ask you some questions while I'm training my drink. Yeah, no, it's I mean I I was saying on the box uh, a couple weeks ago that um, my beloved Hurricanes had played against Elwood, which is like, if you don't know, it's a couple towns over from us. And um, Elwood is like a real serious team, and we just are not like yeah. at, at all. Right. And I right, remember you talking about right, you guys know that, but they 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 filmed the game, and my girls, stalkers that they are, um, found it online and so we were all watching and i sent it to the parents I'm like you should watch this like we don't play very well but it is good to see like where we can work on it was really like as a coach like yeah, i actually sat there and watched it right and i was watching yeah. it and so i'm watching part two of the first half of the game i'm just sitting on my couch i'm watching on youtube on tv and i'm like this is good I'm sitting there with charlotte all of a sudden this fat fucking animal just waddles into frame <laughs> Wearing exactly what I wore that day. <laughs> How dare you guys not speak first? I was like, it was, so, it was, it was shocking. Like it shocked my being. I was like, holy shit! Why did nobody say anything? Like if I, if I, I would never let somebody go out in public. I was like, I just like put on a jacket. I've seen pictures of myself. On stage, on shows that I did with you, yeah, and you did not tell me, yeah. Well, how horrible there I is was. a difference. <laughs> I will tell you, there is a difference between a bad catch on a photograph, because we've all got, <laughs> you know, 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 know me sitting with everybody, and I'm just for some reason just like two of me. Uh, oh, I don't know that like, I've seen that, but photographs are different. I was like 20 pounds heavier than I am now, and now I've gained. 30 yeah. pounds from when I lost a bunch of weight. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen those on you, but it's, this was video, it's because we man. see each other a lot. Right? It um, is. And then you see that video, you see that photo, and you're like, who is that? Yeah. I mean, like, fellow? this video, like, I had a solid <laughs> A, maybe B cup. Okay. And I All literally right. waddled. About puberty. But, yeah, well, it's nice that I finally got there, but like, I was just so shocked and stunned. Like, oh, man, it's just, it was just, it was. Like I, I, I was like, I'm making changes right now. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was also taken aback when I saw yeah. video yeah. footage of me because it was just like you, you see it and you're like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it looks yeah. like I ate me. Wow, <laughs> wow. Right, I think I started intermittent Carol's fasting <laughs> the very next day. Yeah, I was like, this is what's happening next, and I'm just gonna go do this. Something I, you know, toyed with and researched, and like, I'm just gonna start doing this because that, right. that's gotta happen. But like. I just, I don't even know, like, I know what I weigh, and I know how much more that is that I should weigh, and how much more it is that I, I weighed than when I was looking somewhat decent, and it's like, I don't know why, I mean, the brain is a miraculous, miraculous machine, because my brain has figured out how to justify to me that increasing my weight by 20% <laughs> was something that maybe, maybe not everybody knows. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you right here is breaking news. Not that you have any sound effect. Breaking news that uh, it does not work. People do notice it. And honestly, I, I was, just, I was ashamed. I, I had said, I said not too long ago um, that I have been ashamed and embarrassed of how I've looked for almost 20 years. Just, just body images and like people can argue with me all they want like it's my own 
uh, shit the shovel and it's tough. But I have never been more ashamed or embarrassed of how I look than right now. And that is saying something. Like that is the topper of a 20 year run with this. <laughs> and it's like, it is like, there is literally no more going up for me. Like I just, I can't do it. So it's like, I'm just doing everything I can to just kind of bring it back down and stuff like that. But I will tell you, man, seeing that video was like, I recommend it for everybody that thinks that they're in good shape, man. Like, let me just get you a terribly unflattering camera angle from high up. Right, high right, up. right, right, right. And no lighting. High up, which is sun and better. sweat. Just, high up is supposed to be better. It was. The, that's how the selfies are done. Yeah. Right. I can't believe my players walked near me so I could sub them in. I would have been afraid for my life if I had to walk in. <laughs> With a monster like that, like, is he gonna eat me? Like, people are watching, right? Like, people know where I am, and I'm just like, come on, girls, like, we gotta sub you. Like, what, is that mayonnaise? Like, no, we sub you. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna walk it into a question. Oh, that I oh there we go. I do like a good segue because uh, one Not thing, sponsor, one thing that I, um, that I always appreciate with you as a songwriter is your ability to um, put yourself out there. And oh, yeah. put that raw nerve out there. Um, and it's also something I noticed when you started doing the, the box, right? So um, you doing that, that show, I, I don't know what you had planned on it being when right. you first decided to do it, but it almost has become like a catharsis for you and an yeah. outlet for oh, you yeah. and for an sure. event for you. Um, did you know it was going to be that from the beginning? Nope. So what was what was the idea? What was the plan? Well, the whole plan on the box, and I've, I've told the origin story a lot, but just mm -hmm. to do it quickly here, the owner of the station uh, basically bullied me into doing a show. Right. I was doing a lot of posting on Facebook, uh, saying like, "You should check out this band," because it was I was touring a lot. I was, I was touring a lot in the Northeast, and I knew so many bands, and like we all do, like we know so many bands that nobody yep. else knows, and we're like people would love this band. Yeah. Like people would just love, and especially our people. Like we know like what our people would like. Cause you like us, like you're definitely gonna like this. And so we would find like all these talented bands and I would just post them on Facebook. Like, Hey man, you should listen to this song. Cause this, and this is the, the other thing. And this is like pre Spotify. So it would have to like go to like their MySpace or sometimes like a YouTube or whatever. And yeah. You know, Presti who owns the station was like, wouldn't it just be better for you to say all that shit and then play the song you're talking about? And I was like, you know, I was like, dude, I'm in a band. I got a job. I got a family. Right. I don't have time to do this. And he was just like, do it in your house. I'll give you all the software you need. Um, just pick a time. And he, was, and he was like, you know, do a three-hour show uh, once a week, like Thursday nights. And I'm like, nope. I'm like, I'll do two hours at noon on Thursday. And he was like, it's a weird time, but go ahead and do it. And the whole premise of the show was basically to play these bands and play them like I would envision every single radio station rock radio station on earth to be to be like to play your underground unknown bands that you yourself went out and discovered or somehow found and you intermix them with bands that have made it like national bands and i was doing that and able to like you, you couldn't like there was no difference i mean like yeah every now and then there's like a horribly recorded record but like not often like right. not often at the level that we participate at like right. It's like it's like I would play like Shredda into Tool, into Deftones, into Mother, into Bound by Substance, and of course, like into Craving and stuff, and even all your projects, uh, you know, along the way and stuff like that. Like, it's not, they just flowed. They, they were, it was fine. I mean, like, the only time it's really a problem is when I'm going like back and forth when I played like 
like I played like the, the new Green Day song, which is like the happiest song ever, and then I went to the new Sum Forty One song, which makes you just want to like put your head in the blender. It's just like, and I did those back to back, and the entire audience is like, "Dude, what are you doing now?" <laughs> you just U turn. I'm like, it's fun to do that, yeah. but like you know, and I'll just, but so so that was the main premise, and then since we were touring so much, and I knew all these bands personally, every time I would play a song, I would be like. And I got to tell you about this time with like Bad by Substance right, or, right, right. you know, and I would tell like the story, like how I met Know Your Enemy. Like, I love that shit. So I would tell those stories and like people would were reacting to that. Like, holy shit, I had no idea. Like, like you didn't know them. Like, always. Like, I didn't, wasn't born knowing Know Your Enemy. Like, right, <laughs> I gotta right. go meet them. And then that translated into all these other stories that I had, like, not intimate, but like behind the scenes stories mm -hmm. about other bands. And like, then that like that beca that became something that nobody else really had access to except us yeah. like as right. bands no, we you, all we, know that that's shit. what we do we, we just talk shop right and and people like non like the, the funny thing is it's like like people that we know that we like we consider friends and stuff but like our fans and stuff like they they look at us like like it's some sort of impenetrable wall and we're just like we're we're them i mean like we're not well that's what brings me to the first thing that i was talking about is that you like your fan base loves you because of how accessible you are. Right. Right. Also because of how just open and honest you are. Right. About everything. Yeah. I, Good, I, bad, happened, ugly. I, I try. I try and be. Else. I, I do try and be. It's 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 an easier way to communicate. It's it is rough though because I have definitely been in situations where I put myself out there in songs and on the show where I wish I hadn't. I'm trying to be honest and I'm trying to explain like what, what my things are, but I've definitely been called out for like, why is it more important for you to express what you're feeling and not take other people's feelings into consideration? And I'm like, well, cause I'm trying to talk for two hours and say something. And a lot of times on the bottom, like that's how the whole top 20 started. Like, dude, this, this show did never had a 20 minute introduction, let alone 25 minute introduction. Right. And for some reason, like it just evolved to where like, something would happen on the way on the stairs on the way down to the show that would just piss me off and like over the past you know year or two like the political climate really gave me a lot and i definitely lost fans of the show because right, right. i have a very straight line of political like i am very socially liberal and i'm you know like fiscally conservative and like i i can piss off people on either side mm -hmm. of the spectrum depending on if i'm talking about immigration or i'm talking about like gay marriage or stuff like that like I, I'm just I'm able to just piss people off, and I've literally watched That's why the they listeners call those leave. Hot button issues. Yeah, but like I mean, I don't mean to do that. I've definitely cost the band fans over the years, which is why I try and stay off Facebook because I just fight with people all the time. Like, because I'll just say something. Like even you know, not not too recently, like I, I posted something about um, you know like the the voter um, stuff that's going on in the country, like the voter restriction. I'm like, you know. Dude, it's mentioned in the uh, you know amendments like three times. Like it's got three like it's a serious right in this country to vote. And people are like, well, you know, we we need to do this and we need to stop all this. And I'm like, you know, everybody should have like a every, everyone needs to have like a, a driver's license and stuff like that. Well, that's a poll tax, and you're not because if the government doesn't pay for it, you have to pay for it. And by law, you cannot force somebody to have to pay to vote. Mm -hmm. And I I've I've learned a lot in some of these arguments. Like I've talked to some people about. Like I used to be, I used to be like pretty, you know, anti, and I'm still anti-gun, um, but I'm very pro the right to own them. Right. And I've had a change of heart where I've reread like the Second Amendment, and I, you know, it's what it says. Yeah. <laughs> like interpretations aside, like yeah, man, Ben Franklin was out banging women, and he didn't really consider that we would have an AR-15. Like, do you need one? No. Is it protected in the Second Amendment? 
Mm -hmm. Right. Because they said something about you're allowed to bear arms and that's an arm. And it's like, you cannot like it, but that's the way it is. And that, that realization got me into so much trouble because that armed me with, yeah, man, I understand what you're saying about not wanting people to vote, but that's not what the constitution says. So right. I'm sorry. So you can't hold on to it here. <laughs> right. And then ignore it over here. Right, exactly. Like you right. need to like, yeah, it's an imperfect document. Any scholar will tell you that. And this is where it's imperfect for you. And once I kind of hit that realization, I just, everybody, like, just steamrolled over anybody that was talking. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, you know, it cost me probably, you know, tens of fans. <laughs> tens of fans. We're going to take a quick break, guys. We're jumping to a commercial right about. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey guys, I got a quick question for you. Are you dog people? If you know anything about us, you know that here at Bacon's My Podcast, our dogs are our family members, right? Uh, we love to give them a little something extra to look forward to every month, get them excited, and that's why we subscribe to BarkBox. So every single month, Bruce, Bane, and Bruno are treated to two brand new durable toys, plus like uniquely curated packs of treats. It keeps them excited, keeps them engaged. And uh, you never have to like go out shopping for stuff. So if you have a four-legged furry friend that is your favorite alliteration, we got a special deal for you. Just for being a Bacon Is My Podcast consumer, if you head over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com and scroll to the sponsors, click on the BarkBox link, you'll get an extra toy in your first order from BarkBox. So head over once again, BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the BarkBox link, and spoil your favorite four-legged furry friend today. More alliteration. What's your bacon? And we're back. <laughs> Cheers to being back. Cheers to being back. I could say a lot about that. Are What's we back? That? We yeah. are back. Seven yeah. questions. Seven questions. Seven All questions. Right. So uh, we were talking about. We answered one question so far. <laughs> we were talking about Beat just kind of time. putting yourself out there and all that kind of stuff. And and another like a follow-up to that that I wanted to say is, you know, once you did start getting on the box. You really you, you've turned it into this um, community almost yeah. where um, you, you are and, and you always have been. You are like the Isle of Misfit Toys. Yeah. Right? Oh, yes. And um, and I think that's awesome. I've, I've uh, at times I've considered my band similar to that mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. But you not only like with Rebel Nine, but also with um, with the box, the box, you've created this community. And they're a community that, that really kind of like they're there to hear the music you play. Yep. They're there to hear the new bands that you put out, but they're also there to uh, because they can't sit with you, right, and talk to you about your day. Right. This is pretty close. But they actually yeah. want to. Like you've yeah. got this group that, that every week is like, I want to know what you think. I want to know what you're about. I want to know what you're doing. Right? Well, I want I want to clear up something real quick. Cause they'll be the first to point this out. Like I don't have shit. I don't have anything. I don't have a group. Like they are a group. Right. And they have found the show. Like, and to their well, credit, they, they have, they have formed their own group within the show. I and, and I've watched that. it happen. I get that. Like, they're without, not mine. I'm the legal guardian. No, but, but they, I can sign permission slips, they, but not they're not there. Them. Right. But they're not there. Right. They're in your orbit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right. In my orbit. Right. Right. So, Without you, that orbit doesn't exist. Correct. You, I, I am absolutely the mosquito light yeah. that everybody, you know, well, the and that's, that's kind of awesome. That's that's Thank what you. um isn't that kind of what we're all trying to do? 
Well, in in the business of entertainment, yes, in the business of everything, we're trying to attract. We're trying to find our audience. We're trying to find our niche. We're trying to find our thing, and we're also trying to balance this uh, want to give and provide and entertain with also this need to um, get stuff out and uh, exercise yeah. or whatever and and do our own thing. And we're trying to find a place for those things to coincide. Right, right? 100%. I know that I'm filled a lot of times with a lot of thoughts that are really hard for me to organize. Yeah. One of my biggest issues that I've always had as a songwriter is finding a way to create a, a line to put things in. Yeah. Right? That that organizational thing. Uh, I've found that for me, having all this dialogue that I have with random people, with random things, being presented with things that I have to analyze or that I choose to analyze, right. you know, has actually helped me in ways in songwriting because I've, whether I've talked somebody through something that they're going through or whether I've vented about something I've gone through mm -hmm. or whether I've used an experience that I've had to relate to somebody, I have organized a couple of things and then I can translate that sometimes into my writing. Do you think that having the box has helped you in that at all? Do you think that it's had an effect on your writing at all? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think the box has actually had an effect on my writing just because my writing just seems to come from a different space. Um, like, Do you I, think being able to get shit out it might have impeded my writing. Free stuff away from your <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that, that also. that's another because that yeah because so maybe yeah because maybe I don't feel so bad about certain things uh, by the time I, I talk to them. like there's been many times on the box where I'll literally will tell people like I'm just gonna just talk this out for a minute because I haven't thought it through mm -hmm. and I'm yeah like that's my process in my real life it's just quieter right. you know or right. you know I'm like like because I because where where I rehearse is an hour away from my house so. I have a lot of processing time in those in those hours, and I actually—that's another thing. Like where, where I've changed for like I, I used to hate the fact that I had to go all the way out to Long Beach twice a week to rehearse, right? Because it's fifty-five minutes from door to door, right. and it's and also Long Beach. It's also Long Beach, and sometimes right. it can really smell like a clam's asshole, and sometimes it's really nice, but not usually. Do clam's uh, right. assholes smell different than their mouths? You know what? It does, <laughs> and, and if you don't believe me, I, I'll take your check word the it. ocean charts, and right. when you find low tide, because over here we rehearse like right by the train station mm -hmm. too, so it's the train terminus and the clams asshole. So oh, it's like okay. every double whammy, right? right, right. right. Double time. But like once I, I had this, I, I, I just I, and I'm not very good at this, but I changed this perspective. I'm like, I'm going to use this time, like I'm going to use these powers for good. I'm going to do my vocal warm-ups on the way out there, and then I'm going to work on material uh, as I'm still driving, and then on the way home, I'm going to work on like, new material, or I'm going to listen to stuff that I really need to listen to, or I would like listen to songs like for the box, or like I know a lot of times you, you'll send me stuff like whether you're working on the track yeah. at practice, like that's the first thing I'm listening to. As I'm it's so funny too on. because, I, I, and I know when you're at and then, rehearsal, right? Because you'll get a compliment from me like I try to remember to send you things on. Right, it's a good time. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time to do it. Like if you're looking, yeah. if you're looking to get my opinion. Sometimes, sometimes I'll send them like just before the box and you'll go yeah oh later right <laughs> right 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 sometimes right, right. you'll go oh this is great sometimes you go uh, later. there's a fine like there's a really like a fine meter line like how much time do i have so, to just fuck off and one one thing that's really funny you know that now that we're talking about this yeah so i send you shit 
at like 7 a.m. Yeah. Well, your life is skewed from mine. Like, right. You're, it's you're it's earlier just than mine. Our, our lives clocks. Well, the three of us. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's really <laughs> way funny. different. Yeah. Uh, way different. So I tend to send all of my best things to you guys at like 7 a.m., right. 8 a.m. Yeah, I wake right. up to a Spotify link most days. Right. 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 <laughs> um, your stuff, you're, you're pretty consistent, like 9.30, 10.30. Right. Like 11 for you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's about if I if I said because a lot of times like I won't send stuff like I want to send stuff, but I won't send stuff like it's not ready or I just don't want to do it. Uh, but uh, 11 o'clock is usually when I'm like rolling. Like I really it's like the, the best part of my day. Like they always say, like the people that like get up like with the sunrise that follow the sun, like are the most successful people. They get the most done, and explains a lot about my life. Right, exactly. Like I, I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. I hit the pinnacle of my existence when I started getting up at eight twenty. Right, and I was like, this is the most adult thing I have ever done in my entire life, and it was like the greatest thing, and it really, it really bummed me out. Like with the whole COVID thing, I haven't been able to get back to the gym yet. I haven't been able to get into back into rhythm because I have this thing now where I will wake up to pee once a night. And then once I do that, I am up for two hours, which right. I don't know if any of you have, or any of you have ever been up for two hours in the middle of the night. It is it's not, good. not awesome. It's no, not, it's, not. Not. it's not because two hours isn't enough time to do anything. Right. It's not right. enough time to do anything. And unless you actually give up and I've done this, I don't know if you guys have done this. Like if you've ever been at like at the five thirty mark where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to get up. I'm, I'm just going to bed out a whole say, lot of things. Yeah. So then you get up, and then 90 minutes later, you are more tired yep. than you have ever been in your life. <laughs> yeah. So see, I'm see, glad you me, got those emails out. Well, you don't me, you go to work 90 minutes, at four 90 in the minutes later, I, I, I'm at work sitting at my desk in front of my computer going, wow, this sucks. Right. So so Jen, Jen, she'll, every once in a while, she'll, you know, well, she listens to the show, and she'll go, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry Jen. Uh, <laughs> she she listens to the show, right? And sometimes we'll go along. Like sometimes we we have double tapings. Sometimes we do a tasting and whatever. We have so, a talky guest. So yeah, sometimes we have a super talky guest. Um, and good there are some episodes. She's like, she's like, you got to stop drinking so much. I said, um, it is one a.m. <laughs> and I got up at six. Right, right. Drinking is the least of my concerns at this moment. I am right. not wasted. I am tired. I right? will tell you, life and on I the road. Had li- some whiskey. Life, <laughs> life on the road for me has always been about the tired. When I when yeah. I'm driving home and we get back, because we'll we'll hit that Bell Parkway, man. Sometimes we get it at like three in the morning, and I doesn't like, matter. Don't talk to me. Don't. Don't talk to me. And my greatest road story to date of that involves you because it involves our trip back from South by Texas. Yeah. And we were driving. I was I I was out of my mind. It was the greatest single text interaction I had with Jim. While you were driving. While we're driving. Mm -hmm. Because I we're driving up, I think it's the Blue Ridge Parkway. So it's just outside of New Jersey. Um but like maybe still Kentucky. I, I don't I don't know where we were, but we were driving. <clears throat> it's four in the morning. Yeah. Right. We we I don't I don't even know how long ago it was that we played. <laughs> but I was tired. And I'm driving in Tony's sitting shotgun. And I just lean to Tony and I'm like, Hey man, can you just look up a hotel? And he's like, Why? And I'm like, Did you just see that spaceship? 
<laughs> and he's like, no. And I'm like, that's why. So then I text Jim, who I knew was two hours behind us. Right. I'm like, I think I just saw a spaceship. No, oh, no, we're gonna we're gonna pull in for the night because I think I just saw a spaceship. And all I get back was, I think I saw a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, he saw that spaceship. <laughs> Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. All right, we got to take a quick time out. As you can probably tell by now, Jim and I we're t-shirt guys and we're always always looking for the most comfortable and best fitting t-shirts possible when it comes to ourselves or our merch sometimes they're soft and they unravel in a few washes sometimes they're durable but they feel like sandpaper on your nipples and it's just not our thing well maybe it's jim's thing but it's definitely not my thing and you know sometimes you clean your shirts and from sweating at work or on stage, they just kind of get all funky even after you clean them. Well, Fresh Clean Tees is a solution for all your t-shirt woes. With multiple styles and colors, they keep you looking so fresh and so clean. Go to baconismypodcast.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and click on the Fresh Clean Tees link. And start looking great and feeling great without spending a fortune. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab, then scroll to that Fresh Clean Tees link to start looking comfortable and stylish at affordable prices. Do you have a like a um, a song that you put on when you guys go on the road that's like, we're on the road? Nope, I do no. not. I, I am such a, this is my favorite song ever uh, this week kind of yeah. guy like i i have i have three main spotify playlists i have the hard work lunchbox playlist which is everything because what i do is like when i hear a song i like i add it to that playlist mm -hmm. and then i grab it for the show so pretty much everything that's been on the hard work lunchbox over the past four years is in that playlist it's a huge playlist then i have the curated one which is the the hard rock lunchbox top 150 give or take and that is because i pull songs off which is really hard to do I, I personally feel bad every time I pull a song it's, off. It's like when somebody somebody dies and and yeah. they're on your phone and you're like... Well, I don't do that. I'm not heartless. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, if you only had 150 contacts... I what's wrong with you. Right. But you have unlimited contacts and you still do that. Like, yeah. we should talk yeah. about this. We should probably yeah. talk about this. This is awful. Like, yeah. what about people that are just sick? Like, really, what are the problems? Well, no, 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 no. No, you gotta, no, you you gotta put wait. Them on a baby list. Right. No, you gotta, you gotta wait them. You gotta wait them out. Wait it out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You gotta not, wait, not and then once they're in the ground, what's the what's your phone? What's my status? Statue of uh, limitation. <laughs> oh, maybe it's like Final Destination. Or like you're not on Mikey's phone. Ooh, right. that, that would, guys, guys. The Black Mirror. I have a new movie <laughs> for you to score. Oh. We don't have the movie, but we can. Score it's called the Phone Book. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. I feel like I was answering a question. Uh, <laughs> I, I was saying, do you guys have like a do you? Have oh yeah. a song right. that so lets that, you feel like I do not, but I have that third playlist that is not public, okay. and it is the best new music under the sun, and it's like new, like I spell like new to you, right. and those are the songs that once I listen to something twenty times in a row on repeat, I put it in that playlist. Okay. So I use when everybody falls asleep. That's the playlist I listen to, but this is like after. 
Yeah. I don't really have anything that pumps me up. A lot of times when we're going to shows, I'll listen to the bands we're going to play with, especially if we're going to like a festival or something. I'll, I'll create like a playlist or something. Or in back in the old days, I used to just get all their music and have it on iTunes and just right. listen to that. I have a lot of those. But, um, you know, I mean, like we just have the standard, like, you know, straight lines when we're going over to Verrazano, mm-hmm. like, you know, and Noodles, Noodles always yelling stuff out. Like, he's, he's like the most obnoxious jukebox operator there is. So you get like, a couple things. Play that like. band that we like. It's like. <laughs> you have a few things that are like, when we're on the road, we listen right. to these songs. Right, but it's but not me. Not, it, not, right, okay. it's not it's not me. How about it's you? More... Do, you have, do you have anything like that? Uh, so, not really. The I'm curious because person, we do. Mike right. can't go on the road because he tried to go on the road and then he caused COVID. I have, oh, yeah, I right. have, that's I have true. two that's road. See, see those posters? Yeah, I have two road posters. That's how you know how many she went on the road. I, I right. gave those to you, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Did I give those to you? I don't think so. I think I have copies. I'll give those to you. Um, they're laminated for the for anybody who's not uh, watching. I've been on the road. Can't twice. See, did you did you play any of those? I know the people food one was canceled. Right, both of them were canceled. Oh, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that those are both oh, yeah, April. Yeah, right. I yeah. was playing both of those. Yeah, wow, look at me. Yeah, I was invited to both. You were, you know? yeah, you were invited to one of them. Craig one Strange is way too big. No. no. I still, yeah, I, still, they were, I still have all of our <laughs> shows written down in our studio because I will not relate erase them. And I just look at them and I'm like, Jesus Christ, we were a busy band. Well, and it's like we are not a busy yeah. band. Something yeah, heavy we used to be so busy. was going to be yeah. a busy band. Yeah. They were. Yeah, you were. You were like we had. Yeah, we had like every. There would literally be a guest host where weeks. you're sitting right now if COVID had not happened. Yeah. There would, there would be no podcast. There would probably be no podcast. There would be no podcast. There'd be, no podcast. There'd be two um, guest hosts. Yeah. yeah. Me and Annie. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'd, we'd still be talking. We'd still be sharing the video of Bacon is My Passion playing once. Yeah, I like years it. Ago. I think it's longer than that now. No Patreon. That's, that's where that would be. Yeah. You'd yeah. Be like, hey, remember that time yeah, that neither no of our bands would agree to place this thing? And so me and you just did it. Yeah. And we were like, oh, that would dictate our friendship from that point on. Perfect. Like, yeah. Let's do neither that. of our bands <laughs> want to do this. So we're just going to do let's it. Let's just do something. Yeah. Do you remember when Gower was telling me about that project? Like the first time, I was like, "What are you? What?" Well, yeah, he, yeah, he was going to play clearly for me, lying though. to you, yeah, yeah. but he was so excited about it. I'm like, I don't even understand what you're saying to me right now. Yeah, no, no, he was very integral, and he was going to be the foreman girl. Yeah, yeah, he was going to. Yeah, he, he was. Our, he was our merch girl. He would have absolutely nailed it. He would have nailed it. And we were just I, I so still have, I still have him in my phone. Yeah, unlike some people, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, you have unlimited. Because you know, man, it feels weird all to right. be like, you know what, you're dead to me. All right, all right, <laughs> that feels weird. Well, well, well. I bet I you I have several dead people in my phone right now. I think I, I think I have dead people in my phone. <laughs> dead to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for me, know. like I know it's summer when, for some reason, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I should put Blind Melon on that first record. Oh, man, yeah, you on. did mention that. that. That's 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 I, that's summer that's a layup right there. Right? I love Blind Melon. But every time that I go on the road with the band, for whatever reason, um, since Sick as Monday on, like not before that, but Sick as Monday on, it's like once we cross over the bridge, someone puts on James Gang. It's on forty nine. Nice, and that's just what you guys. And need. that's just then I feel like everything I hate is behind me. Right. Because it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm on the road. Pretty much. Everything See, I'm about to do for the next two weeks or so mm-hmm. is 
is what I want my life to be. Right. Yeah. So for some reason, I've attached that song to that feeling. That's fantastic. I and it. so I, but I don't listen to that song at any other time because I don't want to sully it. <laughs> I could see. You that. know what? We we talked like about that, that uh, the other day when we were talking about drinking. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, by the way, a, a road road thing that uh, Jen and I do is when we hit the road. For whatever reason, I don't I don't know why, we listened to the first two Daughtry albums. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Like front kind to of, back? Front to back, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that was a record that was a front to backer. I've never it, listened to either of those records. I yeah. gotta tell you, they're I mean, fucking good. Don't double time, He's a great purple. singer. Yeah. He's yeah. a great singer. I don't listen to many records. Don't go past back. the yeah. third because then she starts like creeping in the third. I'm like, all right. Put something heavy. I on. didn't realize the misses. Was that, that not first, my band. Like something good. Right. right. That's heavy. That first um, Black Mellow record is my front to back in the summer. Yeah, but other than that, like I don't have any front to back records. See, my my summer record is definitely Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Good one. Definitely a good do one. I have a summer record. I don't feel like I do. I have I have these periods in my life that are defined by songs and records i was listening to like listening well see to, like, i take you more as a song yeah. guy it, i i i am but it's front to back it's, it's more i yeah which i understand i am too well i i depends, I've started it, dep- the, it depends on the record like like i said like like stone temple pilots has a couple records that for me are it's almost like hard to not listen front to back like yeah. i'll just put that on i, I do that with our lady i love tiny music tiny music i can do that with i love that record. i love the first stone temple of, of core i core, love of course i love purple i don't um but yeah I, I, I like and that's and that's fine like it's really purple. it's it's a question of like kind of where i was at at those times like, yeah but like i was gonna say like i have these periods of music like there's this one summer that i, I can i can remember that we had we had like a boom box in the kitchen and i had Moby CD, uh, the one with the song that he did with Gwen Stefani, um, Westside, uh, West Westside, right? Yep. And I had uh, a, there's a band called Moist out of Canada. Moist, yeah. Oh my God, oh, Mercedes, so- Mercedes and Dime was such an amazing record, and they had a song called Breathe, I think it was. Yeah. I mean, those two records. Oh, and Drops of Jupiter, I think I also had. Okay. Excellent. But those three, like it was literally like Friday night. Now. I, I need to preface this with this was at a time when my family was buying kettle one by the case yeah. and we we would hit Friday nights and we would just hang like it was like it was right. we had made it we had a young family and stuff like that and we would put on those CDs and it just it just defines a moment for me but like much like you know some stuff in high school defines it some stuff in college like I remember like when I when I I went to buy the singles tape Right. From the soundtrack of singles yeah. because Citizen Dick, man. Well, I want me, I'm Dick. But it was like I wanted I wanted to hear Wood like immediately. Yeah. And this was pre That song hit you know, me in a, yeah. and like crazy I, way. I stopped like maybe Mr. Chibos, maybe, and I was like, I need this song now. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? And like, you know, so I have like these things, and it's like sometimes it's hard for me to believe that I'm not listening to them all the time anymore. i'm just realizing now and i i totally, a lot of green days dude. I, I don't yeah. need to interject that but i think i've covered and almost released two songs on the single soundtrack oh really which one yeah wood and and state of love and trust yeah I've, I've sung on a uh, alice in chains cover 
I yeah. don't know when or if it'll come out. <laughs> or if your vocals will even be on. Or if my vocals will even make it on there. Because uh, somebody covered, else I'm not station. supposed to be on it to begin with. I covered I was Alice, just like, hey, I covered Alice in Chains one time. And Tony did not sing on it. And I was like, this is not good. Uh, we did it once at, at Evenflow. We did uh, we did them boats. Oh, okay. And uh, it was awful. You, I, I did you, them. you give me an hour of lead time. And I, I got you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we were just one we were hour, just, like fooling around with like song because like one we've done lead time. Like we've done a lot of covers that people have really, really liked. Yeah. But they overlook graciously the covers that we have just destroyed. Like we've done some covers, and we've done some covers that were really good that just did not go over. Like we did Sweet Emotion really, really well, mm -hmm. and nobody wanted to hear it. Nobody wanted to hear oh, it. Yeah. FFR did it. We've we've same thing. Yeah, if for whatever reason. But then we did. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco right, Bell, right, right. and people were requesting that from us. <laughs> and we didn't even do it particularly well. In fact, that video I have of us doing it at the School of Rock thing is one of the greatest videos because it's shot like we're on stage and it's shot from really far away, and what you see is the ripple effect of what? No. All right. <laughs> like, this ripple effect. Yeah, people. I was there. That's yeah, exactly people what, understanding exactly what was what happening because we we did it right in the middle of San Jose, like right in the yeah. breakdown. And I was like, "All right, not sure how this is gonna go," but yeah, that was definitely a roll of the dice. What's what's one cover that you know you did really well? That people just did not respond to, and that you maybe played once, and then you were like, uh, yes, "Sweet emotion!" Doing? Like okay. we nailed sweet emotion. Like it was yeah. really, really good. And uh, you know, I, I changed the key, and like nobody, they were like, "Just call us when this is over." Like, <laughs> how about you? I, you know what? FFR did sweet emotion as well, um, but we also did safety dance, and I feel like I there are so that. many, there are so many songs. That this happens to be one of them, S, 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 where it's a, just a, T, 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 you get through the first verse as soon as you hit that first D. chorus. A, 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 Once you're done with the first chorus, done. Yeah, we can go where we want to. <laughs> and it, you know, it was great. I love that song. It was great because it was a super crazy song to sing. <laughs> You can sing that. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, when that might guys, even be too low for you. Like when you guys, that's like more that, my my area. When you guys did that song, I was there and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna kill," and it didn't. As soon as <laughs> I was like, as oh, soon shit. as the first chorus was over, that was it. Yeah. Um, I also felt that way about um, eighteen in life. Skid Row. Did you, you wait? Did you do the whole safety dance or the you whole just, thing? Oh, see, that's. That I think that's where you run into trouble. Like, I think half of the. It's not even my, it wasn't even my thing, but the genius on my part was stealing it from another band. It's just doing a little bit of it. Like when you do just a little bit of a song, you give them a little bit of a flavor and then right. kind of back in. Like now we did that, I think our most successful with Cashmere because Cashmere is a 75 minute song. So like right. you can't do all of it. And we used to put that in between Awake and All of Become. And we like, we cherry picked the best parts of Cashmere. And like, there's a video of us doing it at uh, Arlene's grocery. Like, it's all black and white, and we just effing nailed it. Like, yeah. it, we were so good at it, and we stole that. We stole Cashmere from this band up at the room. This band of like 14 and 15 year old kids. I think they were all girls. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but this 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 girl who used to play there all the time because the room because I don't know that anybody would remember. 
or anybody listening now would remember, but the right. room was this place up in Connecticut that was like dedicated to like having young bands, like preschool rock. So yeah. young bands that like couldn't play anywhere in this alcohol free zone, but it was like great because you were playing with kids that were like so into music. So this right. band did Cashmere and, and they did all of it. And Noodles like, why are we doing this? I'm like, we're doing this tomorrow. What are you talking about? We're literally standing there saying, we went up and the first time we played it was was at the room and this this girl lauren and her band were in the room because they had played with us yeah and we announced that we were doing this and that we had stolen it from them <laughs> and so hope that was okay and they were totally okay with it they yeah. were actually honored that they had done something to inspire like a quote-unquote real band mm-hmm. and i just i i never forget that it was just That's it was awesome. so awesome but it was so like they, they did a good job at it but they did the whole song and we like literally we did like a verse and a chorus and a bridge and a verse and then we were out and then we went to all become and we did that i mean we did that for years like people were asking like, yeah Can you play that yeah. yeah absolutely we did oh, yeah? we have we have one that was um that was in the middle of a song mm-hmm. that i thought was going to kill because we i know which one you're talking it. about i know which killed one you're talking it. about and we i'm did, so upset we did where the streets have no name right and i don't know if that's what you were thinking no but we did that, and we did it in the middle of our song. Um, You'll never know, because or we did it at the end of "You'll Never Know," and we came in oh, for okay. the bridge, right? Building and building, yeah. right? And we did from there, oh, and literally, and, and we were like, "This is going to be something like we're going to have to play You'll Never Know" at every show from now on because right. this is so fucking cool." And we were like, "Cause we." killed it and right. they were like and we played it once because the minute we started it the minute people realized what it was everybody turned around and went to the bar and got a drink really everybody and i was like Bunny! <laughs> <laughs> come back i thought when you go there <laughs> i thought <laughs> go there. it's all i can do <laughs> i really I loved- oh god it failed so spectacularly. Uh, doesn't that mess you up? Like when you just like, Dude, oh, I, I can't was wait to so hear this. Sure. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, so, so, and, and, and where, you know, where did we fail that you right, thought we were right. going to okay. <laughs> Where I, I thought, I thought that, you know, okay. So you, you guys did no diggity. That should have killed. That should have killed. Tom did not have it, right? But that yeah. actually did kill at one place, and it didn't kill at another. We did okay. it twice. You, uh, First time see, it was Katie, great. See, Second time it was not. LTOs, it did really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, this is I weird. Saw. We played uh, LTOB, played Katie's. We did We'll Get There, and we went into Pony by Genuine. Mm-hmm. Didn't go over well. Yeah. I, right. It's it's definitely weird. But it's and, the same genre, and it doesn't like, feel like it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's a science to it because you have to know exactly what the audience feels like reacting to that night. Yeah, and you know, like it's 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 just tough. I mean, like I, I got to tell you, and I know I've, I've told this story before, and I know that you know it intimately, but like the greatest cover song story I've ever heard was definitely when you, your band, and my band was playing right, in the right. break contest. Because, uh, so just for your viewers, um, the break contest was this co- the battle of the bands, which are all a scam. Five, they're all yes. scam. Five or six years ago, maybe even longer. Seven, way longer. Eight, Dude, it's way longer. So, that was like 10 years ago. So, three years ago. <laughs> so, just yesterday, just right, the right. other day. And what they, there was three level, like it was done really well because it was really big. It was throughout the tri state area. It was like 
four or five like seeds on right. the island and stuff like that. but so one of that those, was before live exceptional came out yes yes because it was before revolution was revolution yeah. so it was still ollie's, ollie's point. Yeah. and it was the only time i ever played ollie's point because i had i had i blacklisted ollie's point because they right. pissed me off um which is a whole other show <laughs> but the, the the structure of it is so it was basically a battle of the bands and all the bands had like 20 to 30 minute sets and you would just advance through different right. levels and every single set you had to do your your set and add a cover and it could not be a cover that you had just done in the previous set and so it was about it was it was for for the break concert or whatever whatever it was and the foo fighters were headlining it so like we had dabbled with doing like even flow for years. So I was like, this is a slam dunk. We'll just do even flow, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So we did our first round and we did even flow and we, we got to the second round, but the judges panned us on the cover. Like that's the least interesting, obvious choice. We did Doobie Brothers. You possibly could have made. I don't know what you guys did for did your first Brothers, level. That's when we were doing, um, that's when we were doing that song, Long Train Running. Nice. I'm trying to remember what our second cover was. We actually because we had Tommy and Tommy could kill. Could, yeah, Train could Run. do that. Yeah, we actually in FFR we said we were not playing the break because it was a a battle of bands. Smart, right? and I was not going to do it. And then Dave R came to us and was like, "Hey, man, like we really, really need you to fill in for this band at this day, whatever." So we wound up filling in for somebody. We wound up playing last. We weren't included in the thing right and then he like we we were supposed to get like a good spot and then he ended up pushing us to last that sounds better and then he was eating at a rest restaurant next door and i went to the restaurant next door i'm like hey dude you owe us right now because yeah. everybody left and you promised promised us a good spot when yes. we were helping you out i remember that actually uh, i remember yeah. talking to you about that yeah I, and, I and, and from that Holy point shit. on from that point on I was able to open up for whatever band played oh, in that's uh, awesome. at, at Crazy Talkie. Yeah. If you want to hear the rest of the story, hang on, because we got a commercial break right now. You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well, just go over to baconismypodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly... Grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? And we're back! (laughs) I'm back. We're back and we're full. That's how you can tell that we're we're back. Uh, Our glasses are full, and that's how you can tell, if you're watching on Stranger TV, that time has passed. It's actually digital magic. Mikey has a new plug-in that actually fills your... If you are listening... That's what a full glass sounds like. Yes. For all you ASMRs. Um, so what we were talking about. We were talking about covers. Was, we were talking about covers. Uh, your the greatest cover, cover story, story ever. Greatest cover story ever. That included me. And I I enjoy this. <laughs> no, it's and, and that sounds it's also the greatest cover story very, ever that doesn't include. That sounds very egoy for me to say, but it's because I really think it's funny. <laughs> The, the story, just because... Right, the story is great. Funny. The story is great because it's... There was so much going into it. Right. Because... So, I, I remember during the break that our second cover, at the second level, we did Nine Inch Nails' Wish. 
And that is something that we had done. Killed it, by the we, way. We, right. It's something Love that you. we had done for a while. You guys killed it. I used song. to play that song at Six Flags Great Adventure all the time. And the lovely woman that ran that show, uh, Patricia, Patricia Stevens, had one rule like you really could not curse right. at all. And that song is chock full. Fairly curse laden. Chock full F. And I was so good at pulling away from the mic, but I would watch her and she'd be like, <laughs> every time. And I was like, no, no, Which no, is I got great because you can look at her and go, you know this. Yeah. <laughs> You know bad words. You know, you know these words. But you know so, so we had done that. But what was happening, and then we 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 got past the judges on that one. Right. We actually on that one, um, for that round, we, we got past the judges, and then we were in the finals, and you guys were in the finals as well. Mm-hmm. And then the pressure really ramped up because it was sh- it was starting to become obvious that the cover was paramount to the judges. Was the thing that was going to get we were, yeah. we were, there was no band, in my opinion, there was no band in the finals that wasn't good. Yeah, um, I know. agree, 100%. I mean, yeah, like, so like everybody had the chops to do it, and it was really like what you were going to do with the cover. And what makes it such a great story for me is that it was, you know, weeks away. So right. it was somewhat urgent, but there could be some planning involved. So, so every band, I guarantee, was going, what can we do right. that's going to set us apart that's not your typical cover? Right. What is going to right. be Where's our, absolutely amazing? What left can we throw? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, in that interim between round two and round three, Matt, uh, Matt Dower and I were on a train. We were going to the city. We were going to do an interview show uh, for a uh, we were going to the car show and there were, we were going to be the host of like an interview show. Right. So we're, we're going to the train and Matt's like, what do you think about doing rolling in the deep from Adele? Mm-hmm. Huge song at the time, like huge right. song. Yes. Also Adele. Right. I mean like right. Adele, one of How the greatest, can you get left also? field, but like one of the greatest singers. And amazing. And I, I don't know if you know this, not one of the greatest singers of our time. And I was like, I really like that song. And so what I had to do is I kept, I, I learned the song about seven times mm-hmm. because I kept changing the key because I, she, like it's a multi-octave sound, yes. oh, yeah. right? It's yeah. a hard song to it's sing. It's a hard song to sing. And what I did is I found one key that I could sing the very lowest, you know, yeah. like that. And then, to where it went to the very top of my range. I found the one key that I could do that in. And I wrote a rock version of the song. And in my opinion, was one of the greatest covers I have ever put together. Like ever, like ever, ever. And we did it for years after that. And people would request it. And like, we were going to record that too, but we were so psyched. Mm -hmm. Like we were going, and it was top fucking secret. Like anybody that mentioned it, and like Dower is a talker. Yeah. So like I was like, you fucking tell anybody. We like did the this... same thing with ours. Right. Well, that was the greatest part because <laughs> I was at the same time trying to find out what fucking song you guys were doing, mm-hmm. and nobody was talking. Right. Nobody was talking. All I, I knew is that it, I, I, I no, but all but nobody you weren't talking. Nobody was talking. Well, you didn't know me. All, all I knew, but you still weren't talking. <laughs> all I knew is that it like it, it like it happened in a diner, and that was all I knew. Like somebody yeah. found it on a diner jukebox. I'm like cool. So they're either doing help or Johnny cash or like, Oh, and I'm going to like diners, just like looking for songs, see what the hell that the Ronettes, are they really covering the Ronettes? So, so we, we just, we, we nail this thing. And I remember we played before you yep. 
and we nailed it. Like the audience, we, I'll tell you right now, we were in the audience when you guys played that, and Jimmy and I looked at each other like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you should have been. Like <laughs> oh, we, shit. we nailed. And we were that. like, "This is really good." But holy shit! <laughs> like we, but then, like, I, I've never, I've never like, I never walked off stage like cocky or anything. But right. I knew we nailed that. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, we've done what we came here to do. Right. And now it's up to fate. And I didn't realize that Fate's middle name was Craving Fucking Strange <laughs> because those bitches fucking went up like two bands after us. So Matt and I are standing at the side of Ollie's Point, which is Revolution. We're just st- standing there like, and it's still, it wasn't even like we had this because it wasn't that because right. um, we were still dealing with this good robot, which we knew right. we're going to take the whole goddamn yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, it wasn't even really like were right. we, we were, there we were all fighting right. for, second, for place. second place by like a lot yeah. like and um so you guys went up and you played like your killer set and then you're like you intro the the, the song you're like you know blah 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 whatever you're gonna say and, like i didn't even really give a shit i was just like just put a fucking song there about <laughs> <laughs> and like it's just like i just look at matt i'm like motherfucker <laughs> And the audience just exploded. And I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) It was the most defeated and yet the most, the fuck didn't I think of that moment in my entire life. And honestly, that was definitely on the jukebox at the dining room. It was absolutely Absolutely right after the run at somewhere, the P-Funk, like all that other shit. And you guys destroyed it. You were, you did it so well. And like, as much as Abate has been a dick to me like, in recent years, like he nailed it. He, oh yeah, he Absolutely. nailed that part. 100%. And it would not have worked if he hadn't nope. done that. And like he everything was, else that you he did, like I mean, like you guys sold that song, and that audience was like, I mean, it was like a collective, like no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> like, and everybody knew the words automatically, somehow, magically. Right, right. And like everybody, son of a bitch, I'm best. And you fucking twanged it. Like I don't know where 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 Indiana like meets country, <laughs> but all of a sudden you had like you were from Knoxville. Right. Like I was just waiting to see the hayseed in your fucking mouth. Was like, <laughs> like it could not have gone better. And I was just like, fuck this guy, fuck Ooh. these guys, fuck Charlie Daniels, fuck, <laughs> fuck the devil, fuck, <laughs> fuck Johnny. Uh. So for those of you listening, we did Devil Went Down to Georgia. They 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 nailed. They look it up on Devil YouTube. Yeah, it's it's on Strangerhood, right? Yeah, there's a couple there's a couple oh. videos of us doing it. Okay, there's a so video of us doing it uh, terribly and way too fast in Texas. There there's not video of me being like motherfucker. Wish I had done that. <laughs> like there's there you sure, go. There's, there's your video. Right. There's your reaction. I, I just video. remember I just remember you um, talking to me afterwards and you and you telling me that afterwards. Because I was honestly nervous to do that song. Um, I didn't when when I've never heard a better cover. When that, thank you. <laughs> when that song was brought up to me at the diner, my first inclination was to be like, "No way, mm-hmm. no way." Yeah, because, and you should have done that because I was. Then I would have won the break concert <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I was like, "How am I going to sing it?" Yeah, this is a ridiculous song. How am I going to sing it? Um, and then I was like, all right, let's learn it musically and figure out what we're going to do musically. Right. And we were like, all right, let's drop D let's do this. Let's put ghostbusters in the middle. Let's, let's do (laughs) all this kind of weird shit with it. But the whole time I was like, how am I going to sing this? Like, I'm, 
how am I gonna? Yeah, it's not a very sung song, right? right. No, and, or, like, and, and I guess so it's country it was, rap. Like, so it was, was like, how do like, I? Yeah, <laughs> I would say a little yeah, urban. So it's more speaking. It's, yeah, like because it's, it's a story. Tupac. It's a storytelling twang, thing. Twang and I was rap. really nervous. Right. I was really nervous to do yeah. that because the only thing I knew how to do was like, well, people like it when I sing high, so I just sing. Through. <laughs> And, well, and so I was really kind of like nervous <laughs> at that point. I still wasn't super comfortable with like just doing whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, you, you definitely steeped in the professional for sure. Like and so metered what you were going to do when that when we started doing it in rehearsals, I um, as a joke, just did it with like, we have one down to joke. I, did, I yeah. gave I gave each character a different voice. Yeah. And then after we finished it, I was like, hey, guys, does, do any of you have a problem if I do it like that? And, and like, I make it that. Is that okay yeah. with everybody? So <laughs> and they were like, yeah, that's fucking cool. And I was like, okay. But had I not kind of done that and embraced that and everything, I wouldn't have gone on to be as ridiculous and stupid on stage as I am now. It's like fucking dumb. Which is good. It's, it's a huge gap for you. But it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Um, that got us being comfortable and being like I was saying with you earlier about letting people in and all that kind of stuff, being just being real and being yourself has gotten us further than writing a good song ever has. Yeah. Right. I, I have to you agree know? with that. And I didn't grasp that at that time. And so being able to do that like that, open that up for me. And it was, it was funny for me when you told me the story because I was so nervous about doing yeah. that song. Dude, you're and I didn't that. think it was, I didn't know if it was going to go over. That was the most nervous I had been about any cover that we were ever going to do. Yeah. Because I. It was way out of your wheelhouse. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And I thought we did it really well and I really liked how it went, but yeah. I was like, I don't know if everybody's going to like what I like because generally they don't. Yeah. Like, no, everybody <laughs> liked it. And like everybody liked it so much that you didn't it, like it. They liked it too much. They liked it <laughs> they too much to where it. they made me not like it. Right, exactly. <laughs> they liked it way too much for you to like it. That happens. They took all the fun out of it from me. <laughs> I, I hate to interject, but I think we need to pay some bills. So if you've watched an episode or two. I've watched more than two episodes. Yeah. You would know Probably that more. we are sponsored by a I company love called Poddex. I love Poddex, actually. I like that. I like the whole concept. It's great. I think it's I think it's I think it's funny because you guys actually are very good at what you do interviewing wise like you definitely do research uh, for sure like as a group like you have questions to ask people and then you do something that most other people don't which is listen to the answer and then there's always a question like I, I like that and you're like yeah you're, that's you're nice. falling through April thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding right but how do you feel about me right exactly like the falling through April and you'd be like you asked like one question and it like led to like, an, I know you didn't have like these other seven questions ready. Like it was, it yeah. was good to watch. Cause it was like, like a lot of really good broadcasters do that, but a lot of most broadcasters don't because they have a list and they have a time frame, and you guys are like time times relevant. Like I'll just edit it out and post, but like you ask questions and I like that. And I find it interesting that you have this because you don't need it. But whenever you do ask a pod day question, it's always like, it starts another conversation that could easily go on. Oh yeah, for another hour. another episode. Why are there different colors? Can you explain that? Well, so yeah, there's I'll, I'll different. It's literally it a question I have. <laughs> but I'll pull it out of my own pod deck. Here, Why right. is pod deck different colors? Because they are different decks with different. Subjects well, I got that part. and different topics. Oh, okay. different right? subjects. So pod decks is a company that makes uh, a card deck that will give you questions, interview topics. Um, 
just interesting conversations starters. Yeah, I was going to say conversations, are, which is great for yeah. interviews. Especially. So anybody that's starting a podcast or anybody that's doing their first couple of interviews or even just trying to come up with like what to uh, make Christ, an episode so about. Questions. Yeah, there's probably 52 in each deck, I'm guessing. Um, well, that's that's an episode one. Yeah. You're not allowed to pick so, one. No, I'm not you, picking. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go ahead. Two. <laughs> Three, four, five. So what you can do is, uh, if you get a pod deck, seven, what you can do is you can pick those things. If you don't have that verbal diarrhea that we all have, one, and you're not able to stay focused like some of us are, and some of us are not. So what you can do is go to poddecks.com, check out all their cool stuff, and if you decide that you want to get something from Poddex, there is a section for a promo code. You know how there is on every site. You go on there and you put in the promo code. Because bacon, bacon that's makes problem. everything better. Yeah, and it'll get 10% off your entire order. So the best thing no, you can does. do is maybe get a couple of decks. Well, because the more you buy, the more you save. You know how it works. So what we're going to do is we're going to let DJ decide which deck he's going to get a question from. And we have the episode deck, which is in his hands right now. We have in the black. We have interview deck. We have interview deck two in the blue. We have what the heck in green. And we have would you rather in red. So, so while you were counting, did you listen to why there are different colors? Not at all. So DJ, <laughs> if you were, let's just say hypothetically, if you were to pick from the interview deck, interview deck, second edition, what the heck, or would you rather deck, which one would you pick from? Okay, well, I definitely don't want to do Would You Rather. And here's where I'm torn. So uh-huh. considering these two, but in true musician form, a.k.a. asshole form, uh-huh. I'm thinking of those bands that put out that amazing first record, like Appetite for Destruction, okay, mm-hmm. or the band that really gets its shit together and puts out an amazing second The record. sophomore effort is... What did we it's learn? Tough. Well, I got I got to be honest with you. Hit it this the is the least picked deck. Yeah. Oh, then fucking here we go. There we go. That's there we I'm go, doing. folks. I believe in the bad news bears. Have I mentioned my hurricanes? I do too. I do too. <laughs> so uh, I just I shuffled for soccer. a really long time. I'm sorry, my stories are too long. The reason why they're just long enough is because Jimmy lived in Vegas, or as he would say, Vegas, Vegas. And can't shuffle. Do you want to watch him shuffle? You lived in Vegas? I did. I did not know for a year. Oh, you want to watch it? You need to watch him shuffle. It's so cute. I I can't shuffle. It's not good. It's cute. But I don't understand. It's kind of cute. I love when I find out stuff about you that I didn't know. Say when to stop. I'm running my fingers over the cards right now for those who can't see things. And we are picking. Spoke to me. Not a bad bad question for you, actually. DJ Perlman. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) What things do you do every day? That you wish could be automated. Breathing. <laughs> well, that Waking can happen. Up. You could do that. I'm, yeah, that's, there's an iron lung for that. I'm definitely getting fat enough that that might be in the cards, not the pod deck cards. We just saw an iron lung. We did a we did a watch along of the movie The Big Lebowski. I yeah. saw that. Patreon, and there's a scene with an iron. Lung. It's funny. I was actually considering watching along and joining the Patreon just yeah. to do that because I watched the big. Okay, this might be somewhat controversial, but I watched the Big Lebowski years ago and did not like it at all. Yep, very and controversial. Very controversial. Right, but I have a standing. I need to rewatch that now that I'm a little older, and I just haven't done it yet. You do, you do. Yeah, right, because I feel it's like so I'm going to get it more. I just 
It Watch was, it now while it's on Netflix for free. It was so yeah. highly recommended. Like, you know, like when something like is so highly recommended to you, like, cool, I'm going to watch this. I would love to see like Star Wars Times 3. Dude, like, it's like it's in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. So, movies. See, that's what I mean. Like, I got to rewatch it, but I, I feel like. But so is Anchorman. So I don't know. But Anchorman is one of the greatest movies of all time. See? So I don't understand why. Yeah. Why, why, it could have been, been in a bad time. Could have been the time or mindset. Like, yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, but I also, that's a big hurdle overcome because like i watched the movie and i just did not dig it and i like i i have like i have favorite movies like i I really and they and they are not what a lot of other people consider although you probably you guys probably do but like like i love like like true romance is one of my favorite movies of all time dude (laughs) that's his number one that's my number one movie of all time it's it's the greatest because it's like just, How did I not know this? But there's so there's so many what things. Just, wait, wait, shut up for a second. You right, didn't sorry. even take this right. We need a no, commercial. No one brings up <laughs> this movie. Know this. Oh, really? Oh, no God. one brings up this movie. Aside from the fact that literally everyone is in it. Dude, <laughs> it is so good. It is such it is, a great honestly, movie. We talked about it when we were doing the Big Lebowski. I was like, I was like, we should do another watch along. You pick your favorite movie, and and I'll watch it. And we'll right. He put me it. on the spot, and I'll pick my favorite movie. And he couldn't think of his favorite movie, and I was I like, still can't think my of true it. romance, and and not because I think it's the best movie ever made, right? But because of just man, like every time I see it, it hits me the same it's, way. It's uh, I don't know that it's my favorite movie, but mm-hmm. it's like easily floating around my top five and it's even just the scene and i don't want to spoil it for anybody but the scene with patricia arquette Mm -hmm. and um uh tony soprano Mm -hmm. uh did you put it under the bed (laughs) but also i think my favorite scene from the entire movie has got to be uh with dennis hopper and christopher walker yes (laughs) I mean that whole yes. the whole dialogue yes. is great, but so when, good when 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 he's like so your ancestors we, well yeah well there's that <laughs> but the lead up to it the is how they part. how they found him because your son right fuckhead, fuckhead that he is, is. <laughs> left his driver's, left his driver's license in, a dead in the dead guy's hand it's just. And and when it's just that moment with Dennis, well, right? But the the moment that yeah. right, Gary Oldman's also in it. Right. But the the moment that Dennis Hopper like realizes like I'm not getting out of this, and yes. he's just like, yes, can I get one of them Chesterfields? <laughs> yeah. Like it is such a good movie. It's so and there is so much good so, stuff. So and even like the do. Elvis thing, Dude. the Val Kilmer. Dude. Kind of, like, oh my so god! What we need to do is this. Like this. Okay. <laughs> Always well. Always well. It's so great. What we need to do? Oh we'll my do god! Watch along. We'll do Dude. a watch along with DJ. I'm just it. blown away that you picked True Romance because it literally, is one of the greatest movies of all it time. It is, but it's somewhat of a lesser known movie. It's, yes, it's buried for some reason under yeah. Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. Well, I don't know why. It's, it's a Tarantino, but it's kind of not. But it's not. It's not a Tarantino. It's a. Right. Good, it's uh, it's basically what it is. Is a good movie that right. Tarantino that did, Tarantino and that's did. not taking away anything from like Pulp Fiction, which is like right. by the time you watch it the third time, it's like oh yeah. But it didn't do as right. Well. And Reservoir Dogs is a great movie. That is probably that's and, that's uh, one of my top. Alabama right. Worley, her brothers in Reservoir Dogs. Because he mentions his sister Alabama, I did not know. Right, that. I did not know that. Yeah, wow. But but true true romance for me is just like one of the greatest 
like one of the first greatest movies I've ever seen. Like it had everything, and yeah. like it was part. Like and even the scenes with like the coke at the end, like yep. when he's like, "Put this in your bra." Like, we'll put that in my bra. <laughs> it's like all over his. You dick. want me to? She's just laughing. His dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who the fuck is Dick? Right, and Michael Rappaport's in the movie. Like, <laughs> fucking great. I would have known you were coming. Basketball. Right, but Floyd, right, Floyd smoked the second half of the letter. Right. Like, dude, dude, Brad Pitt is a fucking oh. barely character in that right, movie. Right. And when they walk in, it's the, to outshine. Like, how the fuck yeah. can you? It's da -da -da -da. And he's like, oh. <laughs> where is he? Pick yes. up some cleaning products. <laughs> he's smoking out of a honey bear. It's. <laughs> Dude, the fact that the fact that there's so many incredible actors that are like walk-ons in that yeah. fucking movie. Well, that that movie to me has so many really amazing moments in it. Yeah. That that's why I think that's why it it, it grabbed me so much because the story in general is just really good and really fucked up and really weird. Right. But it's like your hero is not a hero, and your and it's the first movie yep. I ever saw that was kind of like that. It's oh, such a good movie. Like you, you were drawn into the flaws it's, of it's, all of these characters. It's a lot of yes. why Kevin Smith stuff worked in the nineties. Yes, and well, once he got out of the nineties, because it's all view askew, uh -huh. and then you hit two thousand one, and it's like this is just another like. Right. Regular comedy, right? Well, right. I was with, gonna with your character. I was gonna, right. I was gonna say right. about Kevin Smith. I have this one special thing with Clerks because I always liked the movie, and um, I had played a show at McCoy's mm -hmm. when it was still the dugout, and uh, my drummer and I at the time had we played our show, and it was great. So it might have, I guess it was maybe it was Sufferful. And we had done some blow at four in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's best time to do it or worse. <laughs> so we did it. And then we went to our studio, which was in Deer Park, which was right around the corner. Right and there. in the studio, we had a refrigerator. And I used to keep like Van Gogh double espresso vodka in the freezer. Ooh, that stuff is great. It is. Wow. That's a straight shooter. I, I have another story about that. Shooter. But so I drank that. And we, we had a couple shots of that each. And then we both looked at each other. It was like five in the morning. We're like, I guess we just leave now. And he left. So I was like, all right, cool. So I went home and I per I turned on IFC, the independent film channel, and Clerks was just starting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's fucking awesome. I'm wired, exhausted, right. and drunk. Best night ever. Right. This is great. So yeah. I'm watching it. But it's IFC, and that's important because I watched the movie. I'm like, this is, this is fucking great. So the movie ends. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then right after it is the director's cut. Yeah. Watch it again. I watched it very again. Very different, though. Very and different. Very different. It, it gets better. Especially at the end. <laughs> it gets, right. So they play the alternate ending yeah. where, yeah. where Dante actually gets... Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not writing right. for No spoilers. Yes. So I watch all that, and I'm like, oh, fucking man, this is awesome. Right after that is the director's cut, director's commentary. Oh, shit. So they don't what, even what? have the audio for the movie on. Wow. It's just Kevin Smith and whoever's interviewing. Oh, my talking. God. So now, so now you watch three. In a row. I have watched Clark three times. I know it's a, everything about it. It's a good thing <laughs> that you were awake. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it right. without no our way. beloved cocaine. No there was way. just yeah. no way. But it's for me, aside from Clark's being a great movie, that has always endeared itself to me. Like, what other? Where else? <laughs> like, that's amazing. how could I watch this movie again, but differently? Like, oh right. shit! Before, I'm going to talk all the way through this. Movie. I got. I, okay, I have to say. <laughs> 
If you ever get a chance to watch an evening with Kevin Smith or an evening awesome. with Kevin Smith too, yep, amazing. I own, I own them both on DVD. I'll have to watch. I watch them. They're, they're like three discs. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's like this conversation. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's a lot. I like them so much. We are a three yeah. disc episode. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's it's fucking amazing, off the wall, amazing. So Just like good. his take on things, like because he's like really. He he went to colleges and he just put two mics in in the middle of the auditoriums and they were like, "Go ahead and line up and just ask ask Kevin Smith stuff." See, that sounds like so much fun. Does that on both sides? Like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's got so many great stories. Like, I I, I see bands do that. Like, ask me anything. Like, and I want to do that, but I don't want to just get the one question because I'll feel that. Right. Like, and and like, I mean, there's definitely people we know that will ask me questions. I'm like, I don't. Like that's okay, but like I want to like ask like real like I like this yeah. like I don't even know what question got us all the way to Kevin Smith, <laughs> nope. yeah. and nobody does right like yeah. but like we could rewind the tape and figure it out like I like that shit, but like I would give anything to just it's like so to have so that like, like an auditorium full of people be like ask yeah and you know me like I'll be like here's your answer yep. so guys what we're saying is let us know because we would be love anything. we would love to do something yeah. like that we would love to do like a sit down maybe we'll do it for Patreon. What I'd like to do right now is um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to end the regular episode. Wait, did I answer the pod deck question? You did. You did. Okay. You did. Sort of. <laughs> we're going to end the regular episode. I like them that they sponsor you, so I want to make and sure. And we're going to keep going. You should get pod deck. And there's going to be more episode on our Patreon. So if you're one of our uh, patrons, no, 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 no. jump on there. It's not going to be more episode. We got another episode. Am I in the future? You are alive in the future. In the future. The future. So uh, so future. all of you that have watched this episode, thank you so much for watching the episode. Uh, but also, BarkBox. Thanks. I love that you do thanks. BarkBox. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for being on. To our buddy DJ, yeah. who's going to hang out with us for the rest of the night. Um, we are going to... Uh, Patreon. Yeah. We'll put links to We're all of his stuff. stuff. But in the description, but where can they find you find once again? You and your band and your, your every Thursday what goes on. Every Thursday you can find me, uh, first of all, if we're going to do this chronologically, yeah. every Thursday morning yes. at midnight, mm-hmm. despite how ridiculous that sounds. At midnight yes. 01, uh, you can find the top 20. Uh, that is the first 20 minutes of every Hard Rock Lunchbox, and that is me, the video presentation of me doing that. And I work minimally hard on that, so... That's cool. But then Thursday is at noon. You can find that the, on StrangerHood TV. You can. StrangerHood TV might be right right here. Like, see, like if you're watching click. this video, it's right here. Oh, oh. And we'll put a we'll put a click. We'll put a link. It's probably on this side there. or up here or down here. There. Yeah, down there. <laughs> right down by my knots knots. My you. Nazi bits. Right there. Thank you. <laughs> and then you can just listen uh 99 WNRR or go to the Thursday. Hard Rock Lunchbox on Thursdays at noon, and that's the Hard Rock Lunchbox. And be part of the conversation because it's funny and fun. But if you want to hear anything Rebel 9, you can go to rebel9.com or anywhere music is sold. Spotify and uh, Apple and Napster and all kinds of things. Napster's still a thing. Napster is no matter what time. No matter what time, no matter what day. You can go check out Rebel 9. And actually, I would really appreciate it if you guys check out Rebel 9 and let me know like what songs you kind of like because I find that stuff fascinating. Check out Rebel 9. Check out DJ. Check out everything that he's doing uh, because he's good at it. Because he's good at all those things. Jimsy. Yes, sir. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the uh, Instagrams, Jimmy G Shoes. You can find me on Twitter at Jimmy G Shoes. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, but the important pace, 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 the important place to find me 
is one right here at uh, on StrangerHood TV on Bacon Is My Podcast. You can find us at baconismypodcast.com where you can get some sweet swag and find out about everything that we're doing, like including this. our music. Don't Ask Me. Is my passion. Our Don't Ask Me shirt, which is part of our uh, uh, Grammar Is My Passion series. Grammar Is My Passion. Grammar Is My Passion. Live yeah. stuff, this is That's awesome. right. And uh, you wow. can find my band Craving Strange on cravingstrange.net. Uh, and there? from creativeshoes.net, you can so find flash. links to all of our down. socials and everything that we're doing. <laughs> Mike, where can they find you? I am at me, my own self, Mike, on all of the socials. And then my band is at something heavy music on all the socials, somethingheavymusic.com. Thank well, you guys for hanging out. We appreciate you. We're going to keep giving him shit about it. If you're on but, Patreon, jump on. You'll hear more of this. You'll see the tasting. You'll hear all that stuff. But you should always ask yourself one single question. DJ, what's that DJ, question? What's the question? What's your bacon? <laughs>